This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to the official Red Sox podcast, Inside the Monster, presented by Odyssey with myself, Steve Peralt, and Joey Capone. It is a Red Sox-Yankees series preview, a little two-gamer coming up at Fenway Park. That's in Boston, Mass. And you know how we start here. We start the series previews with the pitching matchups from Joey Capone. Okay, folks, it's a series worth caring about as the Yankees collapse continues into mid-September. Game one is going to be Nick Pavetta versus Garrett Cole. Cole has a staggering 11.63 ERA at Fenway as a Yankee. Oof. His last time out, yeah, that's tough, huh? His last time out, uh, he allowed five runs in six innings and, of course, giving up his requisite Rafael Devers home run. Devers has seven hits against Garrett Cole in his career. Six of them are home runs. It's crazy. We'll just have to... We'll just have to just keep at it, man. <laughs> He's got a 3.57 ERA since the All Star break. The Yankees are three and six in game he has started games he has started over that time. Nick Pavetta is Canadian. He's been off to a hot start this September, allowing two runs in the first eight innings he's pitched. Nick has faced this Yankee squad thrice this year, allowing 17 runs in 13 and a third innings. That's an ERA of. Really not good. Game two is going to be Brian Bayo versus Frankie Montas. Montas, got to get that moan in there. Hello, what time is it? Shout out, Jake. Since moving to the Bronx, he's got an ERA of basically six. He's allowed five homers in his seven starts, Oof. and the Yankees have gone three and four when he pitches. It's a damn shame. Uh, don't even get me started on Jordan Montgomery's numbers since he left New York. It's sad to see, Steve. Oof. I mean, the Yankees must be beating themselves up. They thought they were making an upgrade, but they were making a downgrade. They've got to be kicking themselves. Yeah. They've got to be. Brian Bayo, 
is an ace, dude. His September ERA is 238. Is that good? I think that's good. He's struck out 12 in his last 11 innings, and his changeup continues to go viral every time he throws it. A ludicrous pitch. This will be his first time facing the Yankees. It will also be his first career. I couldn't believe this. This is going to be his first career perfect game. And that is going to do it for your pitching preview, Steve. Is that nuts he doesn't have one yet? I, I'm stunned, but this is going to be it? That's what they're saying. Yeah, they're saying this is the one. Oh, so. okay. So it's kind of like a fork. Like I got the weather forecast coming up. Like that's kind of the, the game forecast is they're saying it's going to be a perfect game. That's what they're saying. Yeah, well, yeah, because that's how they're seeing it line up. They're like, oh, wait, this is a perfect one. Yeah. So Okay. All right. That's that's good. I'm glad that they Speaking are. Speaking of forecast, dude, how's, thing, how's things looking over there on your meteorology uh, um, setup you got over there? Your radar system. Oh, it's uh, it's actually not looking great. It is time for the weather update brought to you by Ed's Bubblegum. Chew it and pop it. This doesn't look fun at all. I was excited for batting practice on Tuesday, but there is a 40% chance of rain, 62 degrees around first pitch, scattered thunderstorms during the evening. That's when the baseball game happens. Then it becomes clear overnight. We need it to be clear for the game. Winds. From the southwest, as you imagined, at 10 to 15 miles an hour. I don't love that for game one, which is slated for a classic 7-10 first pitch. Game two of this two-gamer, which I love. I love two-game series, is also 7-10 Eastern Standard Time in Boston, Massachusetts. It's going to be upper 50s. It's not going to rain, but hey, you might want to bring a light coat. You might want to dress like it's a nice fall baseball game. Because that's what it's going to be. There is a 22-degree drop from what it's going to be during the day versus what it's going to be at night. That means it's mid-September because that's what happens, folks. And that is your weather update brought to you by Ed's Bubblegum. The Yankees. Breakdown here for you. Fifth in the majors in Team OPS. Second in the majors in runs scored. Third in the majors in Team ERA. Yet somehow, they're 16-22 and since the start of August. Riddle me that Aaron Judge stunningly leads the team in home runs with 55 and RBIs with 121. There's still three weeks of games left. Anthony Rizzo has a sneaky 30 homer season. I didn't see that. I must have just missed the tweet. Or I, that is weird. Isn't that kind of stunning? He has a 30. Well, it's like Yankee Stadium thing. You know, it's kind of built for him. No, I know. But 30 bombs? He hasn't done that since 2017. So props to Rizzo. We like Rizzo. I, I feel like I like too many Yankees, but... Uh, Yankees are coming off of a series win over the Rays. A couple of blowouts to end that one. It moved their AL East lead to five and a half games over Tampa. So still a chance to cough it up, but a little bit of breathing room there for the Bronx Bombers. It really is wild, Joey, how much your season just comes down to how, how you're doing in September. Like, obviously, you need to be good enough to be in the race through August. But it's like, if you got injuries and you're losing ball games in September, none of it really matters. So... I think it's given a lot of us uh, some ability to chill a little bit on the Yanks. You know, I, I know earlier in the year it was just, oh, my God, are they going to win 120? Definitely not. Definitely not. They're at 85 wins. They're probably not going to get to 100, 100 wins. That's crazy talk. No, no, they're not. They're not. They're not. I mean, they'd have to go 15 and, what, 15 and 6? They're not going to do that. They got yeah. They also me? have twenty one games. They're not yeah. There's no way they're going fifteen and six. But I'm just saying it's cra- I'm not saying it's crazy talk based on where they are right now. It's just crazy talk based on where they were. They were on pace oh, for yeah. hundred twenty, and now they're not going to get a <laughs> hundred. They they dropped off 
that pace by like 25 to 30 wins. That's yeah. Yeah. really unheard of. The Red Sox, if the season only mattered in September, if that's the only record they kept, they're 6-4, and four, so they'd be in playoff position if nice. the only games that mattered were in September. After winning a series over the Orioles. Any predictions for this one, Joey? I'm going to be at both of them. Same. So how was that for a prediction, dude? Prediction. Um, I'm going to be there. <laughs> uh, I think I think Garrett uh, has just a terrible outing. I think he... I'd say what he doesn't say make it out of the ERA? fourth. What was his ERA huh? at Fenway since being on the uh, Yanks? Uh, 11.63. Oh. It's tough, and, huh? and no, folks, that's not the price of a sub and a drink. That's the ERA <laughs> of Garrett Cole at Fenway Park. <sighs> yeah, he stinks. I don't think he makes it out of the fourth. I'm okay. going to say he goes like three and a third, maybe two thirds, leaves two on. I like and that. They, they pull him as Devers is coming up after he already got one bomb off him. I want Aaron Judge to hit like three homers in this series and the Red Sox mm-hmm. to win both the games. I think that would be mm-hmm. delightful. Uh, Red Sox overall, of course, you're going to continue to try to play spoiler. That's the goal. That's what you've done a little bit there in Baltimore. And they're facing the division a ton the rest of the way. I think it's just the Reds and the Royals. And then everything, every other game of the 21 left is against the AL East. Uh, Judge is a career 174 hitter at Fenway. I still can't believe that for a power righty hitter that he's 174 at Fenway. The face of the Yankees, the He's got to be the face of baseball. I know the Otani stuff, but much. Yeah. Judge Yankees East Coast time games are always on when people are up. Fifty-five mm. homers by September twelfth. Like, come on. He's the face of baseball. He's, I think he's been for for some I, time. I, I think it's an easy case to be made that he has been for five years. Yeah, I, I would. Okay. I would say it's Aaron Judge. I, I know Mike Trout and all those guys, but you know, L.A. a little different. I mean, we can. That conversation is so tired, but yeah, judges. Oh, the what the MVP? Con- you want to have the MVP conversation? Who no, just think? just like the face uh, of baseball stuff. It's like yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, he's obviously looking to pass Roger Maris's 61 home run record, the AL record for homers. He had homered in four straight games from last Sunday to Wednesday, and now has gone five straight games without homering. Judge this season has averaged a home run in every two and a half games for the Yankees. So based off of that, Joey. I know some people float the idea of like, oh, you could catch, uh, he could catch Bonds, and I think Mark McGuire even said that he would catch Barry Bonds, and it's like, no, he's not. He only has to. Well, so if he hits one a, every game and a half, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. He's, you say you said he was averaging two all year, two and a half all year. If he makes that one and a half over the last 21 games, he would. He one thing would catch I can him. guarantee is Aaron Judge is not passing Barry Bonds that's not look I'm not saying I'm not saying it's likely I'm saying he would have to up his pace but it's not like he has to hit three a night it's one no he doesn't have to hit three a night but it's still the pace he's on right now he wouldn't pass Roger Maris until September 30th in Baltimore when they only have like on pace for like 65 I don't I'm saying based off of like his per game I'm going off of his home run per game pace yeah, but over the course of the season, I think he's on pace for 64, It's probably like 63 still. to 65, somewhere in that range. It's come down a little bit because he's gone five straight without homering. Right, right. But I still, it's I'm, I'm going to say this, and I'm not saying it with a lot of confidence because I want to see Judge break Maris's record. There's a chance he doesn't. 
there's still a chance he doesn't. Like, you got 21 games left. He needs to hit seven. Hitting a home run every three games is not easy. I know Pujols at the age of 80 is making it look kind of easy right now, and I'm so happy he passed A-Rod, so even if he gets hurt, whatever. We know that he's ahead of A-Rod. That's nice to know in history that Albert Pujols has more home runs than Alex Rodriguez. But I'm pulling for it. I wanted it to potentially happen in that series in New York. That's now looking, that Red Sox series, the odds of that are pretty slim. He'd need to kind of like, you. he'd need to hit like a home run every two games for it to have a chance of happening in 10, 11 days against the Red Sox in Yankee Stadium. So we'll see. We're pulling for it. We like Judge. I like seeing, you know, home run chase grew up on that, uh, you know, with McGuire and Sosa. It was so much fun to have that going on. I'd say cherish what's happening right now with this home run stuff because this doesn't happen. It's very rare that you get a player. I mean, we had, what, Stanton four or five years ago in, in Miami, uh, five years ago in Miami, you know, going for 60 home runs. And it's a, it didn't have as much sizzle because he's in the National League, so it's not like he had a chance at breaking one of the league records. But this is really cool. This is cool that we have a face-of-the-league guy that has a chance to break a 61-year-old record that has to do with home runs, and there's no steroids involved, at least that we know of. So... Um, it's just a neat thing that doesn't happen. 61 too, huh? Yeah. Like that. And the Yankee thing, it's like, there's a lot of, it's, I don't know. It almost just seems like it's meant to happen. So mm. I would love and to see it in last year before he leaves the Yankees. Yeah, he's going to be on the Red Sox next year. So mm-hmm. like that part of it's huge too. Got to factor that in. But mm-hmm. yeah, Aaron Judge with a real chance to do it. Real chance to set the record. And he's got to pick it up though a little bit. We'll see what happens. he breaks at the Fenway. record at Fenway? What? You think he breaks the record at Fenway? Like, do you think he gets all seven in this two-gamer? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You think so? Because, I mean, yeah. how cool would that be? It also seems to kind of written in the stars. Like, he's coming here next year, and he's like, hey, Fenway, this yeah. is what you have to look forward to. He goes three for three with three bombs one night and, and a walk. And then the next night, four for four, four bombs. Yeah, I think it's I think it's uh, likely at this point that he's going to do mm-hmm. it in Fenway on Tuesday or Wednesday, so definitely be on the lookout for that. Tuesday. But. <laughs> So you think you think he gets all seven in game one? <laughs> yeah, I think he gets seven in game one. So we'll see. I mean, I really, I genuinely wanted to see this happen in person. Like that's a cool thing to be at. Yeah, but yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think, I don't think it's gonna. Ha- I don't think it's gonna happen in New York. He basically. So that series is September twenty second to the twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. There's three, four, five, six. There's seven Yankee games until then. So he would need five or six home runs over the next seven to be in prime position to break it against the Sox. No. At minimum, by Sunday, it's Sunday night baseball. Mm-hmm. Basically, what, 13 days from today is Sunday night baseball in New York, Red Sox, Yankees. Judge is going to need to hit six home runs in the next 10 games. I mean, that's dual. It's not crazy. That's not nuts. But he's got to go on a little bit of a stretch here. So we'll see. Yeah. I think he barely does it. I think he does it like I think he finishes with 63. One, 61. I think he finishes yeah. at 63. I think it's going to be right around there. I, I know people are floating out the Bonds thing. It's not happening. He's not passing Barry Bonds. But, you know, single season, if you get to 63 in the current state of baseball with the testing and everything, like, that's nuts. That is very impressive and hasn't been done. I mean, who's the last guy to, to hit 60? Was it Bonds? Uh, did Stanton not hit it? Didn't Stanton get 60? He got uh, 59. Got 59. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, hit 60. it's been ages, man. 
It's been, been a, a long time. Last guy to hit 60 him was breaking, uh, Barry Bonds. Do you think him breaking Maris's record has any effect on whether or not he re-signs with the Yankees? Um, I don't know if there's a I don't know if there's a correlate. It, just in terms of likeliness that he feels another connection to Yankee fans and the Yankees that he doesn't already feel. I mean, he's kind of already one Aaron Judge is other, one of the guys. You know, he he's already know. established himself as an all-time Yankee. I don't think that's too crazy to say. I know it hasn't been a super long stretch. We're talking about, what, five years of dominance. But still, when you think of the Yankees, the first person that comes to mind is Aaron Judge and you know Derek Jeter and Ruth and all those guys. So he's in the mix. And if he gets – I mean, you look at the all-time single-season home run leaders. Barry Bonds in 2001 was 73. Mark McGuire in 1998, 70. Sammy Sosa in 98, 66. McGuire, 99-65. Sosa, 01-64. Sosa, 99-63. Roger Maris, 1961-61 home runs. If Aaron Judge finishes with like 63-64, I mean, he's right in the middle of Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, and Barry Bonds. So a lot of people would obviously say he's right in the middle of nobody. He's right in the middle of his own list because of presumably what helped those guys get there. So We'll see, Joey. I like seeing history, and we got a chance. There is a chance. I just I want the potential for that to happen because then we can do a road trip and make a whole thing out of it in New York. Mm-hmm. Either so, way, this series is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to this. I miss Fenway. I do, too. There are stretches here where it feels like we haven't been there in ages, and this is now becoming one of them. Uh, it's trivia time, though. Hit it me. Is, it is trivia time. How many mm-hmm. career home runs does Aaron 61. Judge? 61. <laughs> <laughs> what is the AL Sorry. home run record? <laughs> Dude, I swear. I, I don't know if they still do this on Patriots fifth quarter, but I remember with Steve Burton, and I think he's still doing that on whatever. It would be like the postgame show in the prime of like Brady's. They're still doing that, the fifth quarter mm-hmm. show. The trivia questions they would have on there, like it wouldn't even be tri- – it would be like a – like see what – it would be a poll question. You'd be like, do you think the Patriots are going to win next week against the, the 0-8 Jets? And it would be like, yes or no. They'd, we'll have the answer coming up after the break. And then they came back from break. 99.8% say yes, that they're going to beat. Cool. Yeah. Nice. They're going to beat the Jets. It's like, what are we doing here? But How many career home runs does Aaron Judge have? At Fenway Park. Oh. I was going to say, I think I could nail how many he has in his career. But, uh at Fenway. Eight? One. No way. Wait. <laughs> Deja vu. Did this happen? Did we do this? <laughs> this happened. Did you already ask me this question earlier this year? Potentially. I don't know if it was the trivia question, though. I think it was more stated as a fact. He hit his only career home run at Fenway off of Nathan Avaldi on August 12th this year. Cleared the monster. Wow. Went on to Lansdowne. I was going to say, it's like, oh, it, it would, you know, if he's going to set the record, he needs one at Fenway. That just would feel kind of weird if he doesn't. And he already got that one out of the way. So now he's going to hit seven in two games at Fenway. That's and why I said eight. That's why I said eight. There you go. Because I, yeah, I was including this series. Makes sense. Anything else you got for the, the preview? Um, I saw Daniel Tosh yesterday. People say I, over the years, I look like Daniel Tosh, and I don't see it. No, he is so handsome. <laughs> He came on stage, he came on stage, and the person I was with leaned over to me and was like, he's so handsome. 
And I was like, so there's I'm no lying. way I could what? look like this guy. No, you don't look like him, dude. He's really good looking. <laughs> He's super good looking. So you're far from but, that. Yeah. But no, very, very funny show, dude. Um, sometimes like comedians get a little bit older and you're like, uh oh. Like, what are we, what, what's Dane Where's Cook? this train going? Dane Cook. Mm. My God. Or like, yeah, it's just their material ages and they age. And like they're not as popular, so you're like, oh, are they gonna like go for the low hanging fruit and try to appeal to the wrong crowd? And like, what are they gonna do? Chris nah, Rock. Daniel is Daniel, and he came out and he was like, I don't care if you don't like me at all. You've already given me money. Yeah. Why? Why do I care about isolating myself from you guys or saying something you don't like? I'm fine. I'm fine. So, uh, you already paid. Good him. show. Very good show. Shout out, Mr. Tosh. Uh, he'll be on next week. He'll, yeah, he's the guest coming up uh, next. But yeah, I. I don't know. Comedian, artist. I saw Kid Cudi on Saturday, and he didn't even do his, like, bops. Like, he ran through the big songs because he wanted to only do, like, the stuff off a recent album. And it's like, dude, you're Kid Cudi. Like, why do you think so many people are here? They want day and night, Mm. right? They want soundtrack to my life. Soundtrack to my life was one of my favorite songs for, like, years. I'm acting like it's still not. I love it. It's incredible. I know all the words. It's awesome. Mm. And... He didn't do it. He was just up there doing a bunch of recent stuff, and it's like, what the hell, dude? It's so stupid. And he like he did the whole thing where he went off the stage and made you know, Cuddy wanted people to chant him, have him mm-hmm. come back for an encore. I'm like, oh, we're getting it's gonna be like day and night. No, no, he doesn't do it. If you're an artist That's that nonsense. has gotten popular off a handful of songs, and mm-hmm. maybe those songs were what over ten years ago, around there, mm-hmm. don't turn your back on them. Just because you're kind of sick of playing them or you want to be known for this new album as well, you want to keep it rolling. Mm-hmm. Play the hits, dude. Play the hits. I think it depends on the artist. It depends on the artist. Because yeah. if you're going to see Kid Cudi, like you said, you want to hear Day and Night. You're there for the hits. You got to get Day and Night. You know? What are we doing? You got to get Day and Night. Yeah. But like, so Modest Mouse. I'm going to see Modest Mouse, right? And like, I know they're not going to play Float On. Like, I know they're not going to. Yeah. And it's like, but I'm also not expecting, I'm not going there to hear Float On. And like the people who are there going to see them are like into their, their deeper cuts and whatever. I don't know how many Cuddy fans there are because I'm just out of touch. So I don't know if people are really into his deeper cuts or if they're just after the Dude, hits. place he was sold out. place recognized. was sold out and there were a lot of diehards there that knew all the words to the newer stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you got to be doing the hits, man. And even when the hits mm-hmm. came on, he was just like, yeah. And then it was just playing. It's like basically you just saw Kid Cuddy up there. While Pursuit of Happiness remix is going on, it's like no, sing the song. Like I, we, yeah. I didn't pay for you to just be like, yeah, oh yeah. Like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> sing the words. It it pissed me off. That's so much. that's yeah, that's frustrating. You uh, seem you seem like worked up about it. And I went for free. My girlfriend got the ticket, so it's I'm mm-hmm. you know I should be more upset. I shouldn't be this upset, I guess, because it was free. Mm-hmm. But. Are you yelling at her? Like, why'd you even buy me these why'd tickets? Why'd you even get me these free tickets? My night is worse. Yeah. Ugh. Thanks a lot. But, uh, yeah, Kid Cudi, what the hell, man? I don't know. Some Figured artists out. get they get too caught up in like needing to still be super popular off of your immediately recent thing. It's like, it's okay to be super famous for what you did when you were like 23 and still ride that. I mean, look at every band that goes to Fenway. Like... You think they're you think they're rolling out new stuff? Like no, they're playing the hits. Red Depends Hot Chili Peppers isn't going to Fenway, you know, doing some song that just dropped last week. What are we talking about? Yeah, <sighs> I know it. I know it. Lady Gaga isn't there playing the deep cuts. 
No. No. Lady Gaga's doing poker face and everyone's going nuts. Yeah. Or, or cool some Star is Born stuff. So, like, Gaga's got some good recent stuff. Well, relatively recent. Right, yeah, but I'm saying it's the it's hits. It's still it's hits. From, well, Gaga's hits. hits. Gaga's a hit machine, dude. Gaga it, is hits. I think Ichiro, I think Gaga, hit machines. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just constant hits. But, uh, yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it, Joey, for the preview. Joey and I will be at Fenway Park for this one. Two gamers. Love two gamers. Uh, we hey. got some, some interviews coming up. Very excited for those. A former Sox player, a couple former Sox players coming up. So that will be delightful. But until then, for Joey Capone, I'm Steve Peralt. Go Sox, kid.